0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk about why you've made 200 to 250 grand and you still feel like shit. Why is that? And I know some of you are like, I'm not even close to making 250 grand. The point is, is that we achieve these goals, we get to these mile markers, we check off the boxes of all the things that we want to do, and yet we still feel like shit. We feel empty, we feel like it was meaningless, we feel unfulfilled. Why is that? Why is it that when I've gotten a job, when I've gotten the, the spouse, the kids, the the money the perks when i've traveled here when i've lost the weight when i've gotten a position why is it when i've gotten a straight a's and gotten into the school that i all these things that i worked so hard for why do i still feel like shit why do i still feel empty like it was meaningless what's the purpose what is that so many of us have experienced that you see it with uh, athletes, especially. They win the Olympics, they get the gold medal, and then they go on through this huge uh, spiral of downturn and depression and despair and what was it all for. You see it after these very high highs and putting on this work in where people go, oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Moby from, I think the group is named Moby, I forget, but, but the singer Moby talked about being in his penthouse, top floor in Vegas, looking out over the city, and knowing that this is a, a moment in his life that he imagined. He had a, he had a concert that night. He was going to play an arena. He's now in his massive suite. It's everything he dreamed up, and yet he felt miserable. He felt, uh, it felt meaningless to him. And he, he didn't understand it. So why do we why do we feel like that? I I, I want to talk about uh, a few of the reasons why we could just get to these markers, these places that we thought was gonna bring us so much joy and happiness, and then we end up feeling empty. The first one is a lack of fulfillment, right? I want I wanna to read to you the definition of, of what it means to be fulfilled first, okay? Fulfilled. And this is from the Oxford Dictionary. This is not Webster. I don't know who Webster is. He, he doesn't sound like he's as smart as Oxford. So we're going we're gonna to go with Oxford's. <laughs> no, 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 no shade to anybody who has a, a Webster Dictionary. But we're going with the Oxford definition, and it says fulfilled. Satisfied or happy because of fully developing one's abilities or character. Boom. Let's break that definition down. Satisfied or happy because of fully developing one's abilities or character. Let's break that down. We can achieve a goal that we've set for ourselves and yet not develop any of our abilities or character and and that can be why it doesn't feel satisfying. Like if I win three hundred grand, that is that requires no development of my ability or character that that didn't test me in any way. I, I, I don't I haven't become a, a smarter person, a stronger person. A um, I, it, it hasn't built my confidence in any way because I haven't had to struggle. There was no tension or any friction. These things that are required to develop ability or character. For you to build muscle, you have to go in the gym and you have to struggle. You have to push a weight that's heavier than the weight that you have typically have been pushing. You have to pull a weight that's heavier than what you've typically have been. You have to move your body in a way that you typically don't move it or else we're not going to develop our body's ability to get stronger, leaner, more flexible, more adaptive. And so if if we get the job, if we get the spouse, if we get the kids, if we get the house, if we get the money, we lose the weight, right? So many people now are losing weight because uh they're taking some type of they're taking a pill uh or they're doing a quick fast and none of that requires you to develop your ability but a person who is losing weight slowly over time because they're learning about food learning about nutrition learning about their body learning how to sleep improve their sleep uh you know working with a trainer or just learning how to exercise in a way that actually stimulates muscle growth and fat loss and all these different things, that person is going to feel more empowered. They're going to feel more confident in their body because they are learning, they're struggling, they're challenging themselves, they um, are taking ownership for the process. They're actively engaged. And they have an understanding of if something doesn't work, how to tweak it. They're not putting their fate in someone else's hands. And so when they get there, when they get to their goal, whatever that is, whether it's to to do more push-ups or to get to a certain weight or look a certain way, they're going to feel more fulfilled because of the, the process was more in-depth. It required more of them. It required them to learn about themselves, to learn about themselves physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, socially. You know, so you look think about students who get, like some students who get straight A's because they're just so smart. They have a photographic memory and things just come to them. That's not going to be as fulfilling as for someone who gets straight A's because they have to show up early, stay late, get a tutor, um, get the uh, supplemental worksheets, ask the teacher more questions that are, um, you know, to the point where it's uncomfortable or where they are uh, uh, annoying um, And and maybe they started a a study group, right? And and just really were proactive in making sure that they were learning the material and had to struggle more. That's going to feel more fulfilling when they get that A versus someone who can just literally flip the pages in a matter of minutes right before the test and get a straight A. They're going to feel more fulfilled because it it one required the developing of one's abilities and or character so even think about that when you're thinking about the the job you want to take sometimes a lot of times you know unfortunately we have to take the job for the money right we have a, a family kids people to support but if you if you are in a, a situation or if you're willing to take that chance to take a job not based so much on the income But based on are you going to learn something or is it going to test you in a way that develops your abilities and your character, that's going to be way more fulfilling for you. That's going to be something that no matter what the check is, you're going to sleep like a baby. Like a baby. So one, we're looking at, Okay, we've achieved our goals. I feel like shit. Why? Lack of fulfillment, all right? So we've talked about what that is. And then secondly, uh, we we could feel like shit because the relationship issues, right? We think that, oh, if I make this money, if I lose this weight, if I look a certain way, if I act or, you know, whatever, that all of a sudden my interpersonal problems will just dissolve. My family, my family will bow down to me Our friends will respect me. My significant other will shower praise upon me, or I will find my soulmate if I achieve these external things, and it doesn't happen, or it happens and it's so brief. Like I I thought, you know, I used to weigh two hundred and forty-six pounds, and I used to be like, oh, once I get down to like two, um, you know, two ten. My life will change. I'll start booking commercials. The world will open up for me. I can, uh, you know, I'll get a comedy special. All of a sudden, I'll be working with like five thousand clients. I have uh, twenty million downloads. I just thought, you know, they're gonna erect a statue of me. Like I just, I just thought the world was gonna open up, and and then you get there and it doesn't. I got to two ten. I was like, oh, that. My my life does not look the way I thought it would look at at two hundred ten pounds. So I got down to two hundred, and I was like, "Oh, my life!" And now I'm down to like one eighty eight, probably one ninety, because Michelle's mom was here, and and she was cooking, and so when she cooks, I eat. Um, so I probably put on a few extra pounds, but my I had tied my internal well being to external accomplishments and unfortunately that's not how it works i have to have to find my serenity my peace within myself uh which you know leads me to the 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 third thing which is like we can achieve all these things and then we think that all of a sudden our mental health issues are going to clean up like oh if i make this kind of money then my anxiety will disappear depression i won't be stressed out as much And we just have no idea that life will always bring forth challenges, obstacles, friction, tension, um, uncertainty. That's just a part of living. So if I can't figure out how to manage my anxiety, depression, stress now, well, wow, what am I going to do when my life is more intense because I'm making more money. There are more demands on my time and energy. And, and, and somehow I seem to have fewer resources to cope with all this, right? Um, I had a friend, he was on America's Got Talent, and he was not prepared for the amount of emails and text messages that were going to come through that just flooded him. Like he you don't think about that part of it, the the amount of people who now need to talk to you or wanna talk to you. And you're like, should I say no to this? Now you went from having nothing to say no to and, and receiving no's to now you gotta figure out who to say no to. You're like, wow, I'm just I gotta hand out a bunch of no's and I don't wanna hand out the wrong no. I don't wanna burn a bridge. So now you have that level of stress, the stress of success can definitely be there and uh, and can impact our mental health and then you know the other thing that you know we can achieve um you know this um, a great amount of money a great amount of success then still feel like shit because of social pressure and comparison right you you make this certain amount of money and then all of a sudden um you pull up in your your brand new tesla but then your neighbor pulls up in a Bentley, and you're like, oh, now I got to make Bentley money? And then you get the Bentley, and then your friend has a, a private jet. You're like, oh, now I need private jet money. Or like you lose weight, right? And then um, even if you, you lose the weight, there's somebody who is in better shape than you, or they can do something with their body. Like you can do 20 push-ups, they can do 50. You can do 50, they can do 100. And so the social pressure just keeps mounting up where even if you if you're going to Harvard, right, a, a top school, now everybody there're there different levels of uh, intellect, there's different levels of uh, family in terms of are you first generation in a Harvard or have you do you come from a, I think a, what they call a legacy where my father and my father's father, went to Harvard. So now there's that energy you have to compete with, right? There, no matter where you are, there's always going to be social pressure. There's always going to be comparison. And it, even if it's not to society, sometimes it'll be between you and other siblings. It's like, okay, now you've made a lot of money, but your your sibling is better looking. Or you're better looking, but your sibling makes more money. Um, it's just constant... Social pressure, comparison—that we're going to have to deal with. That we thought that achieving a certain thing would make us immune to. That we're going to be able to annex ourselves from any pain, right? And then you look at the lack of work-life balance. Okay, now you've made this money. Now you've achieved this goal. Maybe you you wrote a book, or you uh, you, you know you you were in the military and you spent uh, 20 years in there. W- whatever it is, it can throw off your work-life balance because now this, this high income or this high success, this high achievement can come at the cost of long working hours or a demanding job, which then can lead to burnout, exhaustion, and, and more uh, sense of dissatisfaction. Right, where you thought, oh man, once I get this job, it'll be cool, I can kick back. You thought you can be able to spend more time with your family and your friends and and to go on vacations, but you had no idea, no, 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 no. We're gonna ramp up the amount of work you have to do. Oh yeah, you don't get to kick back. Now there's more because you're smarter and we're paying you more and you know more, so now more people have access to you. You thought it was going to be fewer people. You thought you were going to be off in that office by yourself. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. We got more work for you to do, and you're on call 24-7 now. That's right. More the, the higher the position, the more money. Oh, yeah, we we want access to you all the time now if I'm paying you this kind of loot, So we, we don't realize that. And even if you're not in that position where it's a financial thing, it's just this idea that, People can believe that they have they're entitled to to more access to you than they really are. Right. It's like even my mom. My mom thinks that anytime she calls, I should just pick up the phone. Just I I just drop whatever I'm doing, whether I'm driving, whether I'm on stage. I could be in surgery. And my mom is just like, Why didn't you pick up the phone? Like she has no idea what's going on in my life, but nothing should be more important than me picking up the phone to talk to my mom. So this lack of work-life balance can really happen because we, I, I would imagine most of us put the work in that we do for to, to, with the idea of spending more time with family or friends and, and having kind of that that work-life balance. And then you get there and you're like, whoa, man, I'm not going to be able to see my kids ever. We're going to have to FaceTime birthdays and holidays and all of that right even for myself like I'm already booked for Christmas and uh Michelle's not happy about that but we you know we'll work through that it, but that's part of the growing pains right uh I got to you know I got to get this money I got to get the money while I can and you know I love doing what I do but but the, what's the balance then okay if I'm going to be gone for Christmas how do we Create a holiday or a way of celebrating with us that then becomes special for us. How do we create our own rituals and routine? And then the last reason why we might feel like shit is that you know we get into this existential crisis where uh, we make this money and then because it's not what we thought it was gonna do, we start to question our purpose, right? Uh, It it, because we feel empty. You could feel empty. You could feel dissatisfied. Once you get there, you're like, ah, oh, this is not what I. It's like when you go to a restaurant and you're excited to eat it because you heard the reviews and you saw the photos. And then you're like, oh, this is not good at all. Anybody want to go to McDonald's? <laughs> right? Is is that kind of thing? So we we get into this existential crisis about, okay, if this thing that I worked so hard to do turned out to be nothing, does that mean that um, anything that I work hard for is going to lead to this feeling of emptiness. That's what the fear becomes. It's like, wow, I put so many hours, so much effort, so much thought, so much time. I made so much sacrifice into becoming a doctor or lawyer or starting this business or what have you and making this money. And then I get there and I feel empty. Does that mean that any effort I put into anything is going only going to lead me to feeling empty, right? And, and that's not the case. The, the, the truth is, is that maybe we worked, yes, we worked hard, we put in the time, we put in the effort, but it didn't reveal a part of our character or our abilities that weren't already developed, you know? If I do, if I can arm curl 30 pounds, right, 10 times, but I arm curl 20 pounds five times, yes, that's work, that's effort, but I'm not really going to feel it the next day. I'm not going to feel that I didn't push my body enough to the point where I feel sore the next day. And that's kind of like what that fulfillment is, that satisfaction is kind of like, When you've been pushed, and you like, it's that good sore where you pushed your body, but you didn't strain it, you didn't hurt yourself. Right? We we lifted weight that was a little heavier, or we did more reps to challenge the body, to stress it in a very healthy range, but not to strain it, not to burn ourselves out, and not so that we can't show up to the gym the following day or two days later. So really life is about finding that sweet spot. What is that thing that um, you can engage with that will allow you to grow, to learn, to discover parts of your abilities and your character that have otherwise been lying dormant? or just under-stimulated. That's where we're gonna find the fulfillment. It's not gonna be in that external attainment of a thing. It's gonna be in the process of the, the pursuit. The It's not pursuing happiness, right? That Will Smith movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. It's, it's really about pursuing purpose, pursuing pain, Right, because you know growth requires pain. Um, you know they talk about growing pains. You see this with adolescence, um, a- a- adolescence, where um, if they when they hit puberty, their arms are a little longer, their feet a little longer, and, and sometimes like if they're if they're growing tall, their knees might hurt for a bit, and, and their toes and their back. Those are growing pains. When a company uh, is growing from uh, 50 people to 200 employees, they're going to be growing pains. So there there will be pain involved, but uh, but also purpose and and promise, right? Promising that this pain will be worth it because on the other side, I'll, I'll be a um, not a different person, but I, there will be more – Parts of myself that have been revealed. If there's anything from this episode, there's a part of this episode that really resonated with you. If, uh, if you, you know, you find yourself struggling, um, if you've achieved the thing and you're like, ah, I don't feel fulfilled, on my relationships, or my mental health, or my work-life balance, then go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with with me, Leo Flowers, or you know, call a friend, get support. You don't have to go on a journey alone. The first step is just acknowledging that the path, the 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 path and the process that you've been taking has been feeling unfulfilled. And really it's about exploring ways in which you can challenge yourself in a very healthy way. Thank you for tuning into another episode. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute. Calling the 988 or any of the other 800 numbers. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one on one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.